Maybe you can take that, babe. You can take that iPhone of yours. All right. Yeah. Take that. Take the iPhone. Shove it up your ass. All right. But then I can't play Angry Birds. I wouldn't mind going to Comic Con. Sounds fun. I I just don't have any reason to go. I, don't have I went to Comic Con for two years when I lived in San Diego, yeah, and it was fine. It's fun, isn't it? It's kind of the like same type of thing as E3, nerds. except the, more than just video games, you know? Yeah, I just uh, the nerd quotient's even higher than E3, and some of the stuff actually. Makes I know, me in a sense, angry. though. I mean, like for one thing, it's not there's a nerd quotient, sure, but there's also, if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of there's like hot chicks too. So like, yeah, but so like the nerd, for, the, the presence of so many disgusting people sort of gives you cover. It makes you feel better. For, you know what I mean? For every hot Ghostbuster, there's <laughs> like a fat World of Warcraft character or ten. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't being in an environment with a lot of like silly, losery people kind of make you feel more comfortable because like you feel yeah. above them? Oh yeah, I definitely felt better than those people. Yeah, so doesn't that isn't that actually kind of nice to be around that many losers in that sense? I guess so. Yeah, you can. You can also look like a tough guy in front of that in front of that little girl of yours, right? I'm warming up to it. Like bring that girlfriend of yours to Comic Con. Uh, we actually went together the last yeah. year I was in San Diego. But that made you look good, you know. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not even wearing a Batman costume. I'm no, I'm wearing a Green Lantern costume. He's in bed by ten And he sleeps with his cat I've given a lot of thought lately To things like that His closet's full of flannel And his dinner's full of fowl He wears a bib at the table Then he heads for the couch Well, he's got lots of money And he knows useless facts But he won't play Fallout 3 And he won't play Mass Effect He puts Mario in and play some battlefield. I hope this makes him happy. I hope this makes him feel something. His flannel worn and his axe held high. All the women laugh and the children cry. His beard is long and his eyes scare me. Is there someone out there who looks just like Dave? But there isn't. I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time, only got four beavers, flick a flick a four beavers, eh? I'm out of time. Oh, yeah. Ha ha.
Hell, my looks right, my beard's tight Come on, let's give it a whirl So get off that couch And bring that flannel with you, let's go well, I can handle that, show me where it's at Are you ready to go? I want one. If you can find it, let me know and I'll buy it because I just want it for the wall. What do you mean spinning? Like just you mean like a novelty thing? Yeah. See, it should go. It should go just a little too fast, though. That would freak people out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I've been here for six hours. Well, it wouldn't freak them out unless they came in. Like, and when they came in, it was the right time. time. Yeah. I'd have to always set it when people were walking in. (laughs) It's worth it. (laughs) And I'd have to tell them the quick look at the clock. Like double time's gonna be right. So you got here at a uh, six seventeen. All right. Hey, it's six eighteen. So yeah, Beav, if you can find one of those for me, let me know. I'll keep an I've eye looking, out. I've been looking for years. I'll ask by my looking, clock guy. By looking, I mean like when I go to Target, I walk by and go, "Man, they should make that." <laughs> Still no fast clocks, eh, Target? They do have these really cool, huge clocks at Target, though. They're like a hundred dollars, but they take up the entire wall. What are they That's for? Too much clock. What are they made out of? Clock stuff. That, that clock <laughs> is too big. Clock parts. I don't know, if it takes up the whole wall, it's got to be something really thin, though, like plastic or paper or what. They're not the whole wall, but they're giant. Whole wall. Giant clocks. I know it's someone who has clock. an alarm clock. When the alarm goes off, the thing falls off the desk and like rolls around the room. I hate those. <laughs> Seems like a good idea because you can't get rid of it unless you actually chase it around. So, I'd one. I'd one as a kid that was like a soccer ball, and you were supposed to like throw it throw across it, the room. Yeah. But it, like, I, I don't know what happened to it. Where you had to, it got to the point where you had to hit it just way too hard. Like I couldn't throw it at anything without just destroying the room. So I was just pounding <laughs> on it to get it to stop. I don't really see how well that kind of stuff really works when it comes to me though. Like if I have to go somewhere. I mean, if I want to, if I want to sleep and something wakes me up, I can, I can do any, I could get up and do jumping jacks and still just go straight back to bed. If I want to sleep, I'll sleep. So fuck yeah, it. Freshman year of school, I had to set my alarm clock across the room because if it was where I could reach it from bed, I just didn't go to class. Why? Why <laughs> that, is there nothing? That or if, 
If Parappa the Rapper was out, you didn't go to class either. <laughs> Why is there nothing that instills more dread than having an alarm clock wake you up? Why is there nothing worse than that? And yet you still you still put yourself in a situation constantly where you have to face that. Actually, going my, to bed too my girlfriend my girlfriend goes to work a little bit before I do, so she wakes me up. And you know what? It's just as bad because then I just get angry at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works in pleasant. San Diego. Was the girlfriend got up and got ready and then woke me up. Well, that's a little bit less jarring than a well, unless the alarm clock wakes her up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> So, Beef, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Brooklyn Summer Ale. Beef's actually kind of slap happy tonight. I mean, I mean, if I was over there, I could probably, you know, get somewhere with him. You might have, <laughs> you might finally have a chance. I think it's true. Feelings about things are going to be coming out too. Like, what do you think about RJ? Really? Don't RJ's, pick me. RJ's I'm my here. Pal. It's you. I hate. Did you guys ever like? No. Mm-mm. Did anything ever go on in that dorm room? There was some wrestling. Because RJ talked about mm-hmm. having a homosexual roommate. I'm still well, wondering if that was actually you, if this no, other guy no, really existed. No, we talked about it. We talked about this before. And mm-hmm. one of the people that was in Bob's dorm room was gay. We're not saying who. <laughs> and it was you. <laughs> but one of the people in Bob's dorm room was gay. And okay. we were all okay with that. Well, how about this? I'll just stop me when it's true. Okay, did you get to first base? Second base, say say when. Third base, fourth base. You went further than that. If there was a fifth base, so, I, was fifth, there. I think Beef gave him an autopsy. <laughs> 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 What's more than that? Autopsy. Fifth base. <laughs> That's an autopsy. Actually, uh, no, freshman year was a lot of fun, but no, not for that reason. Did you guys ever hug? But there was there was lots of wrestling. Any Actually, Beave and I, well, I wrestled uh, one of the other guys on Beave's floor. Okay. And, Boris? Um, no, he would have kicked my ass. Oh. This was uh, another Bob. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I, I don't know, like wrestling matches were normal on, on Beave's floor for some reason. Yeah. Like people would just start wrestling and then there was a ref and then, you know, you counted to three. Did did you guys ever have one of those really uncomfortable times, like when when Beeve's like homesick and crying, or maybe girl trouble or something, and then like you hug or something? Uh, I don't think I've hugged Beeve. Never hugged Beeve. I don't think so. I think the closest we got to hugging was our graduation picture. Yeah, probably. Did you ever console Beeve when he was like homesick? I wasn't ever really homesick. homesick. No, he wasn't. Girl trouble. Didn't really have any girl trouble freshman year. <laughs> I think we already covered this. No girl trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever kiss? All the time. Each other? <laughs> yeah. Oh, each other? No. <laughs> ever ever play oh. spin the bottle with Beav? Like with Beav included in it? <laughs> Not one on one spin the bottle. <laughs> <You> gotta tell. <laughs> Spin the bottle versus mode. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Yeah, this is rapidly deteriorating into truth or dare. <laughs> Ever play truth or dare with Beav? Uh, no. The only time I ever remember playing truth or dare was on a bus in high school. 
and it wasn't real truth or dare. <laughs> so dare. the dares like, got a little crazy. <laughs> it was just like you know, I don't even think it was. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was like sophomore year of high school, of like idiots in the back of the bus playing truth or dare. Oh, the did, only time I remember that game existing. Did anyone have to ask you the truth or dare? Uh, no. Oh. I don't think so. I don't even think I was really playing. It was going on around me. <laughs> so you never really actually played. <laughs> Someone had to kill a hobo on the bus. I don't know. I never had too many secrets. So if anyone asked me, I'd just say, I, don't know, I, I guess I just want to know what the dare was. So I'd just say dare. Never I don't played. remember. That's because you grab life by the horns. Oh, no. Hey, so where's the fourth member tonight? Did anybody even tell him? I don't think we even told him. Shit. Wait, who is the fourth member? Jefferson. <laughs> forget to tell him. No, we need to have Jefferson on to talk about yeah. some Borderlands. Dude, Jefferson's got a Jefferson's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> Jefferson's <laughs> got a lot to answer for. He was promoting this game, Borderlands, and... I, there's something really wrong with this game. Like you're finally admitting this. Well, I mean, the, the basic game it make it's fine, I guess, but the the balance is seems incredibly off. I, mean, I I kept for for the you know for a while I was thinking we were just doing it wrong, but I can't well, figure it, it out. Suffers it suffers from the idea that just because you're lower level than someone, your weapon should not hurt them as much. Well, I, I don't care about that even. But what I'm saying is, we started the game with three dudes all together, and we just kind of progressed through the mission structure naturally, and almost immediately we we're always doing stuff that's just insanely hard all the time. Mm -hmm. Every like it's there's no pace to the game when every single enemy you hit is a huge roadblock and it takes you forever to kill each enemy. And well, you, you know die you, when over, you select a mission, the, 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 the bigger you, problem. He never that, stops. There's nowhere to jump in. He doesn't even breathe. I don't know how he does that. All right. Okay, fine. No, I was just gonna say like when you select a mission and then it tells you if the mission mission's gonna be like like super tough, tough. Hard, whatever the, the different levels are, it's always hard. Yeah, There's yeah. not one to select that's normal or easy. And so every time you're playing, I mean, what's what's worse than the enemies taking a million hits is that y you just die instantly. Anytime anything looks at you, you just die. And mm. so I, the only thing, the only idea I have left is that maybe they expect you just to kind of run off and randomly kill things to level up. But I don't know. They yeah, never tell you to do that, levels. though. Yeah, they never tell you to do that. So, well, it doesn't even make it really possible to grind levels. I don't know how the game's intended to be played. Maybe they're expecting... You kill stuff, and, like, you can kill everything in an area, and then there's some random timer, apparently, that causes stuff to respawn. So you can't even really grind very well. You have to keep running around from area to area, even just to grind. And even then, once you're a certain level, the, the things you kill don't give you much experience. So it's not even a grinding game. It's just the pacing's fucked. Maybe they're kind of expecting you to play it alone until you rise to power and then join with other people and, and face challenges and stuff. But playing it as we are, just three guys starting out at, at the beginning and kind of just doing the missions as they're presented, the balance is way off. Everything you fight is always way too hard. And it's just... Mm -hmm. We got... You know, we got up to like level 20 or whatever, which is... Presumably, like a third of the way through the game, I guess. And uh, I don't know. Someone named Olympia Tempo 
wants to be my friend on Facebook. That's really fascinating. So, so I don't, I don't. I mean, it, the game would be fun if if it was just if if the if you could just kill things and not die constantly. If it was just the balance was different. And it I, would be really fun if it wasn't garbage. No, I mean the basics are okay. It, it'd be fun if it. It wouldn't be like amazing, but it'd be fun if if the balance was better. If it wasn't constantly Sorry, I had dying. To walk, I had to walk away for a minute. Did you discuss that we got it for ten dollars at least? Yeah. No. Well, it's, it's a $10 you know Steam. Game. It, it really kind of is like it was you know obviously a sixty dollar game on the consoles and fifty on PC. <sighs> but it doesn't feel like it Mm-mm. in any way. Like graphically, it, it doesn't blow you away that Graphics way. Graphics are okay, I guess, but they're not. It's great. not this great. I like the I like the visual style of it, like how it's rendered, the kind of cell shaded, but not really in the kind of comic book outlining and that kind of thing. That's okay, but where it but, fails is the lack of color saturation. It just looks dull. Yeah, it's it's not. It, it could be much prettier. If you're gonna have like like if you want to have a game with dull colors, you want to you want to sprinkle in some really rich colors here and there for some nice contrast. That's the only way to make it work and still look. Like uh, an example of that would be Gears Two, or to a lesser. Which is a spectacle. Which? Uh, why is that word so funny to you? Who cares? It's a spectacle. So what? <laughs> Fact. <laughs> a little bit. Fucking. Or uh, Fallout Three to a lesser extent. You know, like it's a gray game for the most part. Some, but sometimes you see some neat colors. But Borderlands is just so dull looking. It's awful. I'm just tired of the post-apocalyptic. Like, I like post-apocalyptic look. when it's well done. So when annoying. it's well done, Fallout Three well, it's is not better. even over yet. We still have to suffer through uh, rage. See, that bothers me about rage because it looks so good. It otherwise, looks cool. it's like the smoothest. It's the smoothest looking like game that still has that visual quality. Like for anything I've seen, and I think that was a 360 build they were showing at E3, but it could have oh. been a fakey 360 build. I'm sure it'll be really nice, but. I'm gonna be so Fallout Three to out by the time that comes out. You never <laughs> even play. You never play Fallout. With all games. your Fallout Three, you play. Oh, the Fallout Three is in quotes. The whole desert apocalyptic. So you're gonna be worn. You're gonna be tired of something that you never played. You're gonna have Fallout fatigue after never having played fucking Fallout. No, the you're the such aesthetic. a fake. Oh, you're the you're fatigued. The, the, you're fatigued with from by the aesthetic that you never have to deal with because you won't play Fallout. It's Fallout, it's Borderlands. Oh, I'm tired it's of that, it's so old. I, I don't play it, but it's getting old. <sighs> uh, every modern console, or every modern game that has both a PC and a console version is this brown, kind of sandy, you know, it's not necessarily post-apocalyptic. That's not true the... anymore. <sighs> For a while we had a kind of a, you know, early, you know, early this gen. And maybe late last this gen. last gen, we, there was a, like a lot of games that were just very drab, browns and grays. But really, I've noticed over the last couple of years, we've been seeing some really, really colorful games, and it's it's games are getting more uh, creative in their color usage, and I applaud that. I I I I, I think the good color selection goes a really long way in games, and, and uh, the designers are starting to re- catch on to this. I think. I don't think you can name a single FPS that is not brown. You mean it's not doesn't have any brown in it? That's impossible. That is not primarily brown. I don't know what you mean primarily brown. Like Battlefield Bad Company 2 is primarily brown unless you're on one of the snow levels. I seem to recall um 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 had some interesting colors. It was a colorful game from, uh, in places. It's still pretty brown. No, it was pretty colorful, actually. Splashes of color don't count. I got they do you. Count. They do count. I got you. Far Cry. Far Cry was not brown. It wasn't. I win was, this shit. That entire game was green. Crisis was in brown. Yeah, it kind of was. Beast. Steve, do I get the night off now? No. How was Crisis not brown? It's fucking green. The whole thing's in a jungle. Green not the whole is thing. Not brown. I think. What was that game you were just mentioning with the rage or whatever? Beef. Yeah, Come back. Rage, rage illustrate. Rage is kind of is, is illustrates a point that I was talking about earlier. How are we, how is it that we how is it that we could conceptually see any kind of new console anytime soon when you consider the fact that like one out of fifty games even maximizes the potential of this generation on a five year old console. That's a pretty big leap you made there, Peter. There is, There are so few games that really maximize the potential of the PS3 or Xbox 360. Most games don't even come close. And, they're, and no, it's, once, a th- it's a five-year-old generation. So why yeah, would we need a, a new console anytime soon? Once a year, someone says they're releasing a game that maxes out one of the consoles, and then next year someone else says it. No, so. fuck off. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, in, in a real sense, there's, there's a handful of games, you know, relatively... On the, on the 360 and the PS3 that really look a step above everything else. You know, your Gears 2 and your, and your uh, res, um, what's it called? Killzone 2 and Killzone 3 and, and, and Uncharted 2. And the reason these games look so good is mostly because of all the time they put into the art and, and, the, and the, you know, just really populating the worlds and, and, getting the, and tweaking the engine and getting everything really great. And, and that, so it's not really a matter of, of hardware so much as a matter of manpower and, and hours. So if, mm-hmm. if if so few games are taking advantage of the consoles we have now, why would we need any more new hardware anytime soon or rel- well, at all? Su- supposedly, these console generations are, have another five years in them. Easy. I mean, why, we don't need a new. Gen- we can't. We can't utilize what we have now because game designers don't even find it, a, you know, a good worthwhile to to put the money in to 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 really make a game look at its best for the most part now. So why would they? Like they're not gonna they're, the next wave of hardware isn't gonna just automatically make your games have more detail and more art. You have to actually do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they don't. I mean, that's kind of the problem with game development as a whole right now is they're more concerned with uh, features and marketing bullets than actually developing, you know, super high quality games and the separate rendering engines for them like that's one of the reasons i'm still a big fan of dice is they don't use anyone else's engines they they build engines for new games and and i think that in in some sense the console the console thing is kind of holding back pc pc gaming technology oh it absolutely is because the pc games are tied to the console games so and since console games aren't going to be changing much over the last five years i mean you know a little bit but it's the same hardware, so they're not changing much. So the PC doesn't have anywhere to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you, definitely being held back. I mean, you, you have, like, your well, look rare the, game like Crisis, which which will go beyond what the consoles are, but it's not even a drastic leap beyond. Look at the PC version of Borderlands as an example of that. Because it's the same that thing. Was, yeah, it doesn't look any better. Yeah, it doesn't look any better than the console versions. I mean, it's higher resolutions, of course, but... And the UI was not changed at no, all. the UI was really held back by yeah, the, the console things. They didn't even try to make a PC-specific UI. So the majority of games are released on 
that are on PC also come out on the consoles. So the, you know, they can't... Well, the marquee they, games do. Yeah, so they can't be like... They, they, they have to be able to operate on the same hardware. So they're... The, so that's actually something I observed that I like that because I have my PCs a couple years old and I can still run games. So that's actually kind of a good thing if you don't want to spend new money upgrading all the time. I mean, you know, for a long time it was just madness. If you wanted to be a PC gamer, it was madness. You had to get a new graphics card all you know every couple of years. It was insane. But I, I, everything that comes out, I can run on my PC. It's nice, and my PC's not even new. There's no there's no big worry about cutting edge specs anymore. You get a cutting edge spec PC, what are you gonna do with it? Who gives a fuck? It's it's all kind of leveled off now, and I, and I guess as Beeve pointed out, it's because of consoles. In parts. right now, it's resolution and frame rate, obviously, that you're gonna get from it. Like if you try to run Battlefield on your machine, if it's really three years old, you're definitely running a different version of Battlefield. Let's, than okay, I, I have you know I, I put this PC together a few years ago. The motherboard's you know kind of old and it's got a. a, a you know, an AMD processor and two gigs of RAM. I put a, a GeForce 9800 GT into it with, or whatever, like a year or two ago, which wasn't even cutting edge at the time. And I can, StarCraft 2 comes out. I, I run, it defaults well, to ultra settings. Example. It, it defaults to ultra settings and everything. It runs fine. Everything that I, it's not a bad example. The game StarCraft 2 is a terrible example because they designed it to run on everything. Yeah. No, it looks if good. you say like I don't know what's a new FPS that just came out on PC, like well, it's Battlefield. So. I could run everything on the PC. Sniper, Ghost Warrior. <laughs> God, I can't believe you were even a little bit interested in that. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Sniper is selling much better than they thought it would. Dark Swarm comes out. Run that on ultra settings, no problem. I'm sorry, Again, what? that's th- <laughs> Dark Swarm, is Alien that even Swarm. A real name, but Alien. Swarm. Again, that's not. Not the best. Okay, give me an example. I can play example. everything on my PC. Everything. Play Battlefield and take a picture of it. Yeah, you can have play it. Battlefield at high settings on your computer. I can play... Okay, let me put it this way. I can play games that look as good or better than than 360 for the most part on my PC. And since games that's don't really... true. And since, yeah, that's probably not too far off. Well, I guess maybe not the top... Like, the, the, the games that really max out the 360, like the Gears 2 and stuff, maybe not like that, but... The, the the generic 360 game I could do on my PC easy, no problem. Like, how did Fallout 3 look on yours? Was it about the same? Fallout 3 on better? my PC ran flawlessly. It looks just as good as the 360, <clears throat> if not better. It definitely higher res. Yeah, it was the same game. Didn't have to make any compromises on Fallout 3. It runs fine. All right. It's all leveled off. And that's what I like. Did you guys ever get around to playing Aliens for me yet? Beef did. I played it just long enough to make sure it works. It's awesome. Now it's it's you know it's a top down kind of shooter where you move around and you aim with the mouse and it's kind of a shooter game. But it's 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 a little more than that because it, it, it's it's actually kind of like a Left for Dead model. It's it's by Valve and it's kind of a survival thing where you you know you you have to make your way through the level and complete the objectives or like you know one guy has to open the door and everyone else has to defend the aliens and sometimes there's sort of moments that are analogous to the crescendo moments in the Left 4 Dead games. And it's kind of neat. Uh, it's really fun, actually, but it's real short. That's the only I have problem. not played it multiplayer yet. I played through the whole thing in like an hour. Well, it's short. It's short like, uh, well, like you said, like Life, Left 4 Dead is short because you're supposed to play through it. It's even shorter times. than that. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, the idea is to go through it a bunch of times. And maybe, well, I, maybe I'll play it again. But you do unlock like new weapons and stuff. And there's different classes. It's, 
it's short both because they want you to play through it multiple times and because it's really a platform for modding. So people are going to be, how people are going to be making mods and stuff for it. Yeah, it was it was released with a um, pretty potent map editor and. Uh, you know, like the the second day it was out, there were already mods out for it. Are you going to make a mod, Beef? I am not going to make a mod. He's working on one. He just can't t- <laughs> tell you anything about it. It's, <laughs> not unless like I sign an NDA. Mod. I'll sign the NDA. Then you can tell me. Okay. No, but uh, it's, it's a really cool game. It's got a real, real fun. Just the whole thing is, is well put together, which I guess is well, to be expected because it's Valve. I very much want an Aliens mod for it. Yeah. Just a reskin. That'd be funsies. It's fun blasting people. And uh, I actually just got my wireless uh, Xbox receiver thing so I can use my X-Dude controller with my PC. It would almost be cheaper just to buy a wired controller. A wired 360 controller. Actually, it might be cheaper. And then you just don't have to bother with having the same controller going back and forth. Getting this made me hate eBay just a little less because I made one bid at the very lowest bid for it and actually won the auction. Oh. And the guy sent it, like, the day I paid him, and so it was a very, it was, like, the ideal eBay transaction. When it comes to buying, like, little accessories and, and hardware, little hardware accessories and stuff on eBay, there's, you can often find them for very, very cheap, but there's something kind of strange about it. It's like, you never quite know exactly what they really are, you know what I mean? Well, there were lots of knockoff versions exactly. that, like, didn't, they didn't have the Microsoft logo on them, but supposedly worked just fine. But uh, I'm not going to buy one of those. All right, so about how much did you pay? I paid exactly $15. Ooh, that's not bad. Alien Swarm also has the, the friendly fire, like Left 4 Dead, so that's like a big part of the gameplay, trying to avoid shooting each other. It's even harder can, than Left 4 Dead because, you know, it's 2D. You can turn off the friendly fire. Well, I've never played in game. console commands, and you can you can actually enable a first person mode. Well, yeah, you can. You, I, I'm sure you can do all kinds of stuff with the console commands, but I'm saying that the, the way the game is intended to be played, the normal gameplay, you can have friendly fire, and sort of that's part of the balance of the game is avoiding shooting each other. Well, I hated it for a couple seconds before I actually tried using the Xbox controller because it's a dual stick shooter essentially, mm-hmm. and I can't do those with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, Beef's saying the gamepad's better for the for the game than the. It is for for this type for dual stick shooters that you He's have to have total a reversal for. from your previous. He's position. flipping and flopping. Flip flop. Well, no, total it's not reversal. an FPS. If I play it FPS mode, I'm I beef. I voted for before. Voted against both. <clears throat> I'm beef. I will use the mouse and keyboard, and I will outperform anyone using dual stick. It's a challenge, the beef challenge. You think that um, there's not any? You, n- you never see games with connectivity between the 360 and PC versions for that reason that the there's that the the mouse people have an advantage. Absolutely. Is that the reason you never see that, or is it more of a technological reason? There was actually a bit of an expose on one of the uh, gaming blogs this week about that specific subject. Oh, because. If you'll recall, a couple years ago, there was an initiative by Microsoft to actually make the games play uh, interoperably between the console and the PC. I'm against that. Uh, it was a Shadow... Shadow something. Oh, uh, Shadow... Shadow I know what you're talking about. That one shitty game. Yeah, and that one worked. 
Like you could play PC and Xbox. Who together. wants to do that for though? The, I don't want to get killed record, by someone with a keyboard. For the record, even I don't have that game. And uh, what supposedly they discovered was that the using an Xbox controller versus using a mouse and keyboard is just its orders of magnitude different. So the people who were using the mouse and keyboard were so superior to the people using the Xbox controllers that they basically killed that entire initiative to make even the games for Windows and the games on the, the Xbox. I have a couple not. thoughts on that. First of all, I could, I could concede that the mouse is probably a little more accurate. But that said, the gamepad doesn't make me feel like I'm not able to play. I, I feel comfortable using the gamepad. And as long as everyone else is using it too, then I, I don't see a problem with it. That said, no, Stevie. some people... If everyone had one hand tied behind their back, it would be even two. I don't want to have some stupid mouse and keyboard on the couch. It's one of the reasons I prefer console games. I like to sit in a chair. I don't want well, to sit at the computer. That's why I don't play FPS on the console. I mean, well, Stevie, let's Stevie have do you think that, dude? Do you think that uh, the consoles are the reason that now every shooter allows you to look down the sights? Yes. Well, yeah, because Call of Duty did that, and everyone does it now. No, but it's the only way to make it like really accurate. Um, was that for Beave? I think it was a statement. I I mean I don't. Th I, my feeling on that is that my, the first game I remember ever having that was Call of Duty Two, and um, there was games before that though where you could hold down the left trigger to sort of aim, zoom in a little bit, but it just wasn't literally down the sights. I always thought the down, down the sights thing was actually like kind of obstructive because the gun blocks so much of my view. I never, I never yeah. really liked it that much. Yeah, Iron Sights started with Medal of Honor, I think. I always had a big problem with it because I don't want the gun to block my view. It's all, I always fought it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't mind it. it. You know, for games that don't have scopes... You know, for for guns that don't have scopes, I could fine. I could swear some games before Iron Sights had kind of a zoom in when you hold the trigger down, but just not oh, yeah. literally down the sights, and that's fine. No, pl plenty did. Um, you know, from, from like the gears type thing. You know, yeah, from when Quake One came out, you could bind a key to zooming in, which just changed your field of view, and that effectively zoomed in. Some people with the, especially if you go go into an online game of Halo. Some people are so uncannily accurate with the controller that I almost have to wonder if it's any kind of disadvantage at all. If you go into Halo, you're going to be getting headshotted constantly by everyone. It, it's just it, and that it, it's just stupid. Well, that's a couple different things. That's the fact that it kind of auto aims for you, um, but also that uh, it's it's Halo. There's such a large hitbox on the heads in that game. It's absurd. I'm just... In fact, I proved it during the Halo Reach beta. There's a guy, like, across the map almost, like, running across a bridge way above my head. And I just took a couple shots at him. Bam, headshot, like, from across the map. Like, and I'm not good at Halo. It's just complete luck. And it's because the friggin' hitboxes on the head yeah, are so huge. Headshots are cool, so they make it easy to get headshots, Oops. so you feel cool while you're playing it. I get what you're saying, but I'm, I'm talking about my memories of, like, Halo 2 and Halo the first Halo 3. I'd go into an online game, and I can't kill anyone. Everything I do doesn't hurt anyone, but I, every, every time someone sees me, I instantly drop dead because they shot me in the head. And it, I don't know. It always felt like... It might just be because you're bad. No, I think it's just kids impossible. having lots of time. That's impossible. 
I do. I, I, I agree with Robert there. I think it's uh, it's mostly kids. Is there anything more boring than Halo online deathmatch? Actually, I, Halo Reach, I played the beta that was out, I don't know, two, three months ago. And I did enjoy it for the little bit I played it. But I wouldn't sit there and master it or anything. It was just kind of a stupid, mindless, you know, Isn't it basically the same thing? Just a little better graphics than before? Um, I mean, I'm sure the, the Halo experts would have our heads for this. But to me, it was like, hey, it's the last Halo game, but now there are jetpacks. And the levels are a little different. And How do jetpacks better? Work? Um, the same way you'd expect jetpacks to work. I don't know. Is it nice and fluid? You fly around and shit. They're actually, yeah, they're not that bad, but it, I don't know. You have to, if you don't like Halo, you're not going to like it still. I don't like Halo. I like the music, but I don't like the game. Actually, yeah, the music's pretty good. The music's cool. Nice, nice trailers. Nice, nice uh, cutscenes and stuff, too. I like the music. I play games for cutscenes and music. <laughs> the ending of Bioshock made me cry like a fucking baby. So, hey, calm down. Bioshock 2. So, Actually, and Bioshock part of that's because 2, the music was so good. So yes, I care about the music. In Bioshock 2, speaking of iron sights, I didn't even know you could do that until, I don't know, yesterday. Can you I'm do that? I don't remember. Yeah, I just found out. Oh, it wasn't like, like a oh, different button, can. like clicking the stick in or something, right? Yeah, you click the stick in. Yeah. But I like, I don't know, I was doing all right without it. It's mad. Don't you click the stick in on any console? FPS no, usually it's, usually it's a left trigger. Yeah, it's like Call of Duty made the left trigger thing yeah. popular. So it makes sense to make the left trigger, but Bioshock needed that for the uh, powers or whatever. But yeah, it comes in handy with those with that nasty ass spear gun, right, RJ? The spear gun. Actually, I did. I I maxed out the spear gun last night. It's freaking badass. You shoot someone in the head, and and they head. That's actually when I found out because you have to zoom in for the spear gun, and I'm like, I wonder if this works with other weapons. You can nail nail them to the wall. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool because then you get your ammo back too. Exactly. Does mad damage. Anyway, I, you know what? I'll say that because I just picked up... Well, when Singularity came out, I'm like... Uh, Kmart had a sale for like 30 bucks for it, and it had come out the week before. So I'm like, hmm, Singularity for half price. And I looked at my shelf, I'm like, oh shit, I have Bioshock. That's, I'm not going to play a shooter, I'll play that. And I did. This is Bioshock 2. And uh, I like it a lot. So, speaking of uh, Did you Singularity, buy Singularity? No, I didn't. I played okay. Bioshock instead. So, But Singularity coming out... Is the reason I'm playing Bioshock. Go figure. Ah, but nice. seriously, with Bioshock 2, I don't know if you were going to get off the topic of Bioshock, Steve. Good. I was trying. <laughs> Give it a second, all right? No, Bioshock 2, like, okay, it's not totally necessary story-wise, but what they did is they kind of took Bioshock 1, and they gave you, you know, similar environments, obviously, but they just opened it all up, and now you get so much Adam to buy all these cool new powers. It's like a giant sandbox of just fucking around and how are you going to kill this big daddy up here? You can do like anything. There's so many different powers. You could even and, shoot uh, helicopters at him. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of can shoot helicopters at him. You can shoot helicopters fun. at him. I don't, can you throw birds at him? I throw birds at him in Borderlands. That's, that's, that's only Borderlands. Thing. Borderlands exclusive. <laughs> no, it's fun though. It's It's... I don't care about the story, really. I yeah. play all those audio tapes when they come up, but I don't really listen to them all that much. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm you just... don't... It's like, I don't... The story's not the main thing for me when I'm playing a game, but I sort of like if a game goes the distance and puts the effort in to kind of try to put a story together Ooh. and put a nice atmosphere together, I can appreciate that, and I think it adds to the experience. I'll get into it. You know? I'll cry a little. I'll cry. I just don't think it matters a whole lot in Bioshock 2. I don't know. I got but... into the story. I, I thought it was touching i don't know i like the big sort of 
hey, you can fuck around now with all these cool powers and weapons that you couldn't maybe in Bioshock 1. Do you, play, like. do you play Just Cause at all? I played the demo of 2. Because the demo on 360 let you play for like a half hour. It was timed. Uh, but you could do... I don't know. I'm sure they limited how far you could actually go, but I never actually got to the... How'd you feel edge. about the just fucking around in that? It would last just about a half hour before I got bored, so the demo was perfect. <laughs> I think it sounds like kind of... It looks like it might be kind of fun to fuck around in that game, but I just don't want to be like that Mexican guy. I, I, I don't like the main character. He's very uncompelling. He's like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, I don't want to be like a... I'm not trying to sound racist. I just don't like him. Oh. I don't like him. So it's, I don't know anything about him. I don't know. I just don't... I barely about remember it. it. Something about even... the setting bothers me. I don't know what it is. I, don't, I didn't get that, but... It's a... I don't know. It's a nice... It's a fun playground to just fuck around in, but... I didn't cry as much in that game as I did with Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> I did play the demo a couple times, though, so I guess it was, like, almost an hour and a half of fucking around fun. So, there you go. Oh, yeah, you one. wanted to play the demo on the stream, and you kept like, watch this, watch what I'm going to do, and you never did anything good. And then you never, yeah, because I did something cool, and then you're like, oh, I wasn't watching. <laughs> no, I was watching, you just couldn't do anything. Oh, watch this. <laughs> hey, so, you know that, that guy, what, I, I think he used to be on TZ. Has Drac been on here? Mm, not in about a year. Anyway, the, this guy Drac, we know. Um... He was talking about maybe picking up uh, StarCraft for a little TZ StarCraft two-on-two. Yeah, I'm up for that. Who's going to be the fourth? Because I ain't buying it. RJ already buy it. RJ already buy it. (laughs) RJ buy it, but that's because... No, here's what happened. (laughs) Stevie. Here's what happened. I didn't mean to buy it. It just kind of happened. Let's talk about this. I actually have a story about this. This is good. Who it is? Who it is? (laughs) Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> all right, so I didn't care at all about StarCraft. I even posted this the other day that I didn't even really know StarCraft 2 was coming out. And I don't care about StarCraft. However, Kmart this week has a deal where you get a $20, it's essentially a gift card for games um, if with the purchase of StarCraft. So I'm thinking if I am at all interested in StarCraft... Or if I'm going to read about it and then be like, oh man, I wish I'd gotten StarCraft with a $20 coupon. I'll just grab it. And if I, after like a week or two, if I'm like, eh, I just don't care still, I'll bring it back. Who cares? Well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, because like, it, you know, the price is never going to go down anytime soon. So it's, it's a good yeah, idea Yeah, it's a blizzard. Whether you want right, it or not. It's a blizzard not. thing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, just buy it. It's like well 60 bucks it. no matter what. If the price is going to be stable for three years, buy it whether you want it or not. It's just a good, it's a good idea. Yeah. Blizzard never decreases the price of their games. They might. Like I mean, a, World of Warcraft's like 20 bucks now, yeah. but it, it's been years. That game came out in 04. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I go to said Kmart, and I go up to the... I guess there's not a PC game section at Kmart. So I go into electronics, and I see it behind... in, in the case. There's like a... at the counter. Because uh, there's not a PC section. There's just a couple things in there. I see StarCraft. I'm like, alright, cool. So I ask the guy to get it out for me. And he does the game, and I. So he takes the game, and I guess we have to walk up front because I told him about the coupon. He's like, "Oh, the coupon doesn't print out here. You got to take it up front." I'm like, all right, but he has to walk up front with me. With That's always awkward. I hate it when that stuff happens. The walk, the walk so, is so awkward. Well, here's the thing with the game, but at least hand me the game. I'm not gonna run out of the store with yeah. it. The dude takes it, all right, and he, now he's he's touching it all over. Like he's 
he's touched every corner of it already. And I'm, Did he lick it at all? I'm something of a germaphobe. Licking his fingers. And, and the dude, like, touches it every which way. And now, on the retail box, you can... There's, like, a flap that opens up, like, three different times, like, with a, this huge gameplay picture inside. So he opens it up, and, and he just starts touching in. it. He just... <laughs> <laughs> so he fingered your flaps, is yeah. what you're saying. Something he came like right that. in. It. <laughs> he, he, no, right, it gets I'll worse. Ju- I, I'll, I'll be just a second. Hold on, sir. Uh, I'll be back with your game in just two minutes. All right, two minutes. No, so he's touching it all inside. He's like, "Look at this. Oh, that looks cool. Look at that." And he touched it like five times inside. <laughs> Closes it. All right. Now he's got like something else in his hand. He puts it under his arm. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear that far. That's Your great. Starcraft he put under his arm or yeah. whatever he was holding. Because he was because he had to like I don't know move something else in his hand. So he takes the Starcraft, puts it <laughs> under his arm. Germs on there. <laughs> was it just was it a burrito? The other thing? No. No. It gets worse, Stevie. We get up to the counter, and, and he now, shat on it. The uh, we're at customer service now, and the woman. Is like okay. Now she takes it. Now, now two hands, two sets of hands have been on it. She starts mm. touching it all over for whatever reason. What's she look like? <laughs> <laughs> Customer service at Kmart. I bet she was hot. <laughs> Actually, some of those people are hot sometimes. But continue. I was the hottest person in the store. We'll just say that. <laughs> so she's uh, she's touching it all over. She. You know, scans it. Like, <laughs> that taken out of context, that could be an entirely right, right, different right, right, story. Right, right. What, what, let's just end this already. So I, I swipe my card and all that, and I'm like, oh, and it's, I point it to the ad. I'm like, oh, and it comes with like a $20 thing. And she goes, oh, that doesn't print out here. So now Where she it? takes it again. She doesn't hand it to me still. She takes it, and she walks it over to a different register and hands it to that guy. Now three sets of hands have been on it, and mine still haven't. <laughs> Four counting yours, yeah. And they get, get on that phone thing and call Fat Doug to the register. Fat Doug to the register? <laughs> and the sloth. They're, they're looking up. for the Jeremias guy there. <laughs> He's sneezing on the way up. Yeah. <laughs> He's all sweaty. Talking and... about his cold. <laughs> yeah, so Talking about his pizza cold in one hand. <laughs> Actually, you know what? My hands still have not been on it because it's still in the bag. You have to disinfect it first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe it down. Seriously, it's messed up. At, once you, once they finally let you touch it, what you should have done is kind of look them right in the eye and then like put your shirt around your hand and picked it up that way so you can make sure you drive the point home. <laughs> put on a glove and then hey, pick up the bag. Yeah, go like, oh, thanks, guys. Pick it up with two fingers with a glove and say, yes. <laughs> ask them where you can find some like antibacterial. <laughs> Where's the Purell? Oh, the other funny thing is, so the guys as he's walking it up with it under his arm is telling me about I swear so he's telling me about like the extended warranties you can get on it and he's not letting me say I don't want it he just keeps telling me about it so then we get up to customer service the first woman and uh he keeps he starts asking her like hey do we have warranties for these I've never said I wanted it he's like do we have warranties on these and she's like uh yeah we have warranties on anything so wait warranties so if the game breaks down yeah <laughs> it is it's like if the disc cracks or something like GameStop the disc? does it too disc is pointless GameStop does it too anyway so uh he asked for like probably at least 90 seconds they're talking about warranties on different things and then <laughs> She goes, uh, he walks away, and she goes, so you wanted the warranty on this? I'm like, no! <laughs> no. Did you say it like that? Bitch! No. <laughs> I did not! <laughs> anyway, the thing, the thing, I'm not even a germaphobe like RJ is. I mean, like, I'm just kind of average in that sense. But in the, in the underarm thing would even bother me. I'd be thinking about that. I'd be like, why? I did why? not like it. Why is it under his arm? I don't want to touch his armpits. 
Well, I can see if, if I wanted to touch like, his armpits, I just asked. Exactly. With his other hand, with his free hand, if he was eating you need or to something, get off his then, burrito I, then thing. I can dig it. I don't know. I see what's going on. So, I do have StarCraft 2. It's still in the bag, and I might open it. it I think one more, one more person I know has to get it. I don't think it's enough yet. You can't no, do it. You need one more for a two-on-two. Two. It's not this guy. <laughs> I didn't think it would be Stevie, because I don't even think he played the first one. I, I'm pretty sure I pirated the first one just to play it in the dorm. Our pal Boris was into the first one big time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's it's and Stevie. We do not we do not uh, condone piracy here. It's no, we don't. That was when I was young and foolish. In fact, we even purchased the effing programs to uh, to do this podcast. Are you into the the fist bump thing, RJ? Like to say hi to somebody? Yeah, just for you know, instead in lieu of a handshake. I've never, I don't think I've ever fist bumped anybody. Someone offers a fist bump instead of a handshake, are you like relieved? Does that, does that I sound probably good? would be. Would you if like, I have to shake somebody's hand and they did that, I'd be like, all right, cool. Would you be like, sweet? I was thinking about that. I was thinking like maybe I should just offer fist bumps to people just in case they're germaphobes. I don't want to be, I don't want to offend anyone. Why not just touch elbows? Because no one does that. What's, what is wrong safer. with beef tonight? Come on. You can touch know. asses. Like, you know, <laughs> you have your jeans on or something. Just put your ass towards him. He does that anyway, but it's not... In... <laughs> he shakes their hand and then puts his ass towards him. Yeah. Get a handful but... of this. So, Pete, you've actually played it there, right? Starcraft? Yeah, I've spent, I've spent a few hours on it. It's a... Uh, the, the core gameplay isn't dramatically different from the old Starcraft. It's just kind of a... Updated graphics, you know. It's, it's, it... it's all polygons, if that's what you're about to ask. But they look good. High res and everything. <laughs> like, instead of letting me ask my question, he asked a question for me. And, and it then... might have been what you were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was it what you were going to ask? It was not, actually. Oh, okay. Were you going to ask? Stevie thought they were still using sprites. If it, was, if it was at all different from the first StarCraft. I was already explaining Other than that. the graphics. Yeah, it is. Um, Please elaborate. Uh, the, the core gameplay is very similar, but... There's kind of a there's a whole system of continuity between missions. Like between missions, you can sort of you're sort of in the inside, like the, the the main character, which is sort of you, is sort of inside this ship, and like you can go to the different rooms and talk to people and go to the like the armory and you can purchase upgrades for your units that'll be like upgrades that will go on from forever, not just you know in in the middle of a mission. Stevie's getting tired. I'm getting between StarCraft and the booze. I'm a little sleepy. And there's a whole there's a whole research aspect where like inside the missions you can find on the map like little research like little like little power ups little pickups like research points and stuff. And like thermoses. And they can be and the the research points. Beef is really not funny tonight. And the re- research points can be spent towards like uh up like specific upgrades. And they always make you choose between two things. So there's there's like real choices to be made. So there's a whole sense of like continuity between the missions that's pretty fun and it gets you more into the story. It's all pretty now, well done. Tell me something. Because I heard that the single player this time is actually designed to improve your skills in the multiplayer. Is that true? Um, I don't know if that's true or not because the difficulty is, very, is variable, but on the normal difficulty, it's, it's, I, I'm finding that on the normal difficulty, it's like generally too easy. But if you bump it up to hard, it's too hard. So it's like kind of weird for me. I'm like my skill level must be in a weird spot. But I'm finding that like there's a, there's a big gap between medium and hard, and medium's really easy and hard's really hard. 
I don't know, but so I, I don't know how that would help you with multiplayer any more than. But is it is it more designed to like? Because obviously multiplayer tactics are going to differ than like a campaign type of tactic usually. So is it is it actually helping you out? Like, will things you learn in single player carry over to multiplayer? I don't. Because that's the way they're selling it. And I, I'm. I, I don't in really that. see that yet. But I, what, one thing that I have noticed is that in terms of the level structure in the campaign and the objectives, it's. It's more creative than than the previous games and Warcraft games and, and so forth. It's you know they have they have like there's there's one level where the mis- the objective of the level is to reach eight thousand minerals, and it's like yeah, this see, lava that's... planet and the low ground keeps getting filled up with lava. So you, so you have to like get out of the get lift off your buildings and get out of the way f- for when the lava comes in and. And like, and it's sort of a balancing act because if you build units to fight off the bad guys and stuff, then it takes longer to reach eight thousand. So it's kind of an interesting. It was a pretty good mission, but you know, just stuff like that. It's it's uh they 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 put some good variety into it. It keeps it keeps me interested. So what do you start as? Which are the uh, races? Um, Terrans. Terran, yeah. The the game. I think if I'm not, I, I believe for the whole game, you're probably Terran because the way I understand it is um, they're gonna have. Two expansions, one for each of the races. Ew, that's that's it was the way sixty I bucks. Milk that shit. Is there yeah. ten dollars more than most PC games? I know a couple of. Well, also from what I understand, is the campaign in this game is longer than the other the previous StarCraft game. So it's yeah, but, but can, I don't want to use just Terran. How about that? Yeah, but you in the multiplayer and, and all that stuff, you can play all the other races just like before. I get that, but come on, guys and. I don't know. I'm guessing there's probably some instances where you use some Protoss or Zerg units in the campaign, but the main drive is is definitely Terran. I don't understand that strategy where they're going to release like basically mission packs playing as the the Zerg and the Protoss guys. Because I think calling it a mission pack is a little bit. Well, I mean, it's understanding what it's gonna it. Be. It's, well, no, because they'll improve the multiplayer it's gonna be a too. Campaign. They're going to force. Be a... No, because they'll they'll totally touch up the multiplayer for it, forcing everybody who's into the multiplayer to buy it too. There's no, no way no, they just it, make a single player well, that, campaign. That's why I thought it was stupid because that game's lifespan has been multiplayer, not the single player component. So if they think they're going to sit back and make a bunch of basically mission packs in order to play the other two races, then <sighs> I think they got another thing coming. I'm guessing those are going to be huge expansions that will not only you know touch up the um, yeah, they're gonna have. They're player, gonna put new, new units that, in. Would that not splinter the user base? No, because no. it'll force. I mean, look at StarCraft. Everybody has Brood War, and I mean now, of course. But even at the time, like Brood War was huge. Um, they can do anything they want with StarCraft, and it'll be a success. They can do anything they want. It's really just Blizzard in general can do anything they want. Pretty much. I don't think I like that. I'm still. Why don't they make a new Lost Vikings game? That's what I'm waiting for. Blizzard did that. I'm, yeah, Blizzard did Lost Vikings. You didn't know that. No. But, Back before they liked money. Yeah, the StarCraft 2... <laughs> well, from, from what I understand it is Activision bought Blizzard, right? And ever since then, the rap on the street is sort of... They're kind of whorish ever since then. Well, they didn't They didn't buy them. They merged. Oh, they merged? Okay. Yeah, Blizzard's got a lot of money. Why does Blizzard need to merge with Activision? Activision's douchey. I'm not sure why they did. They didn't need to. Mm-mm. It's like if you're the biggest game developer ever, why would you need to merge with anyone? It just seems like... Lame. And, as far as I know, they're operated completely independently. I don't know. 
but yeah, the 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 campaign missions in StarCraft Two are they're, they're really varied and fun, but still fun. So it it keeps my interest, and I like the whole story structure and the the in between mission things with the different screens you can go into. Kind of made me feel like kind of a classic old school PC feeling. Kind of and hmm. I don't know, it's fun. I'm looking so, forward to playing it more. So next week, are you going to have a, a multiplayer review for us? I played I played one round of multiplayer, and uh, fortunately, kind of what they have is they have like the what you'd expect with the matchmaking where you click to play and it'll round up people your level and make you play against them or whatever but they also have sort of a sort of a like a training wheels area where like you can play unranked against other people with kind of a different rule set just for practice to try to figure out how to play and that's what i did so there's no consequence to losing and, uh, is there usually a consequence to losing? Yeah, if you're playing normally, uh, if you lose, it goes in your record. Is there still a ladder? Yeah, I think so. There's a ladder and there's a record, and when you level up, you play people of that level and so forth. But if you play in the like the newbie practice area, there's no record or, or levels or anything for that. I don't mind that, because then you can... Uh, that's one of the things that's always annoyed me about the, the rank-based FPS games. It's like while you're getting your feet wet, you're getting this awful yeah. uh, kill to death ratio. But and you spend the whole rest of the time you're playing the game, uh, like fixing your horrible KDR while you're learning the game. Yeah, well, that's why I started out as sniper in Battlefield Bad Company too, because there's, I mean, you're, I mean, you can improve because you learn the maps and such, but your kill death ratio is never going to be bad. It's just a sniper, right? And what's more is uh, in the practice type mode. Some of the rules of the game are different also. Like, they've taken some units out and um, kind of streamlined it a little bit. And the maps are generally really big with, like, base area. Like, the, the geography around your base is lots very... Lots of resources. Lots of resources. And the geography around your base is enclosed and very defensible. Well, and can I be honest? Kind of a big map. I'm actually a little overwhelmed by the whole StarCraft thing. It's fun. Because these kids have been playing it for 10 plus years now. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it came out in 98, early 98, I think. So 12 years they've been playing it. And they're mm-hmm. just too good. Uh, there's people of all kinds playing this game. It's not going to... Yeah, Peter, Peter and I had this fight a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's going to match you up with, uh, for the most part, people who are about in your skill level. You know, maybe not at first, because, but once you play and get a record going, and get a level going and everything... I'm I mean, just a little realistically, scared. Realistically, you're only going to play it with people you know. No, Me, probably. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I did this with. I, I used to play Warcraft three all the time, and it had a similar system. You go on the battle net, and you click on play, and then you know you have a level, and it matches you up with people around your level. And then if you win, you gain experience for your next level or whatever, just kind of based on what the level discrepancy is between the person you played with. Or against I or think, whatever. I think Stevie meant me specifically. Yeah, I meant him specifically. And generally how we play multiplayer games. I've, yeah, I, like I like we all the... bought Titan Quest to play Titan Quest with each other. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Titan well, Quest sucks. playing with strangers. I like the matchmaking. It's kind of fun. It finds people that are generally about the skill level of you. It's fun. What's the problem? Didn't Pete go off and play uh, Borderlands by himself? Mm-hmm. Or like a, <laughs> you know, random? Once. Just once. I don't, th- I, I don't know. I'm kind of bored of that game now. Turn yeah, me off I, with all the dying. I feel compelled to go back to Borderlands. Pretty sure I'm done with it. I think yeah, Alien Swarm is my this, game. You guys say this after I got my awesome little gun, my little SMG. Of course. Yeah, say it now. Last time I played, RJ wandered off and we just kept dying. So I just kind of raged. I got really, I did, you know, I got upset and I just kind of quit. 
It was an almost rage quit. Yeah. Well, you can't say, I'm gonna rage quit, and then quit five minutes later. I didn't Nobody say said, I was gonna wait, rage quit. Wait, he said, said rage quit? No. Yeah, it was a planned rage quit. That's I did stupid. not say that! You so did. I didn't say rage quit. You said, I'm gonna rage quit. I was, and then we I was talked pissed, about rage I was quitting. legitimately pissed off, and I quit. You were like, you were like, have you heard about rage quitting? Do you, do you know what <laughs> Here's that is? Here's an article. Read this, and then I'm gonna do something. Mm-hmm. I was actually I stuff at the game. That's why I quit. I was tired. Oh, I was still stupid. playing. My, I had to turn the mic down for a minute, but I was still playing. And then I come back to and, voice and chat. Peter was gone. And Pete was gone. And then we still beat that area, just Stevie and I. Yeah, we did. Almost sick so, of it. I mean, I'd play it again. I don't like. The, I don't like every time I come out of cover, someone shoots me, and I'm instantly almost dead. Instantly, and it just it gets old over and over and over, dying and dying and dying and dying. I don't not fun. Can I tell you what game I do like? It's just and that I am going to go back to? What? What? It's the best way I could segue that one. Limbo. I've, I mm. want to buy that. I played the demo and I liked it. It was kind of freaky mm. though. All right. So a couple years ago, Target had the super deal on Xbox points. Yeah. And I, remember I that. just ran out. <laughs> Actually, I had, I had 1,000 left and Limbo's 1,200, so I had to buy another card. But 1,215 buckers, right? Uh, yes. All right. Boogers. So I got one on Amazon for like it's sixteen bucks for the twenty dollar card. So I was like, all right, that's the best deal going. Anyway, Limbo. so I bought I bought Limbo, and I love it. It's Limbo, good. Limbo might be a very good game, but all of the buzz around it makes it feel like Braid to me. It's, it's nothing like Braid because I fucking hate Braid. Yeah, I no, can't but, stand Braid either. But. It, you can't deny that they're being similarly received. You're saying this because no. you read forums, and that's what... Uh, don't r click any threads about Limbo. I, you've already screwed up by doing that. I went into angry. Limbo. I went into Limbo not knowing anything, just like, hey, there's a new arcade game. Let's see what this is like. And I was, you know, very pleased. Quite pleased, actually. What, what, what do you do in Limbo? Okay, so Limbo... Is it, like, do you actually do the Limbo? Yeah, that's all it is. It's a, really it's a connect tonight. game. Sold. It's a connect game. Beeb's an annoying and, uh, drunk. Some people are loving drunk. Some people are angry drunk. You're a sourpuss. Beeb's yeah, an annoying drunk. You're a sourpuss, Peter. I think Beeb's thrown, you know, he's maybe not his best material, but he's throwing it out there. He's, he's throwing so the he's, shit on Everything it. must go. He's throwing out you some don't... shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> he just he can't shut it off. Anyway, Limbo, it's... I, I don't want to say platformer, because it's not really platforming so much. It's just... It's just that it's 2D, so that's the automatic assumption. Uh, but it's it's a puzzler, you know. You get to a you get to a scenario, and it's like, okay, now how do I proceed? I can't get across this lake. Oh wait, there's you know a boat over here, but how do I get the boat into the water? It's that kind of thing. And it's fun, and there's a giant spider. So well, yeah, it's, you it's still like it. It's a game. It's a pla It's like a side-scrolling game based on getting past obstacles in a lot of trial and error. So something kills you, and then but you start right there again, and then you try to figure out how to not die. Yeah. So it's kind of King's Questy and Sam and Maxi. No. Where'd no. you get that? I don't know where he pulled that one from. Side scroll. A lot of those. I mean, it's not. It's obviously not point and click, but it's the trial and error. Well, the trial and error bugs me a little bit. That's the only thing I don't like about the game so far. Is it? Uh, okay, so there there will be like a puzzle where you move things around, you finally get past it, and then out of nowhere, just a spike comes down and kills you. And there was absolutely no way to know that was going to come down and kill you until you get killed by it once. Mm -hmm. So then the next time, it's like you do the same thing over again, set everything up again, 
and this time you you quickly dodge when you know yeah. the spike is about to fall. The game the game relishes in killing you in interesting and gory ways, and it th- it justifies it by the fact that you don't have to lose any progress. You just start right back. So it's I don't mind that. So but mainly you're just dealing with kind of the humiliation factor, I guess. It it's funny because it is it's ultra gory, and you're a little boy. Yeah, but because it's the silhouette kind of look to it. I guess it's not bad. Step but. you step on a bear trap and it decapitates you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it like four times in the demo. Great. And you get to the spider. Yeah. Later Maybe on, I'll try the demo. Later on, there's these spinning saws, and uh, they completely <laughs> chop you up. <laughs> Is it actually pretty when it's moving? Because the screenshots don't do much for me. Oh, it's really, it's really pretty, pretty. I think. Yeah. Very pretty. Stevie, you know what? I'm gonna say that you will like it. Yeah, because I don't see how anyone could not at least like it. Maybe you won't buy it, but you'll enjoy demo. your demo time. It's, it like, it's worth it's worth the fifteen bucks. So I've kind of played a... three hours, two to three hours so far, and uh, it's still going. I did hear yeah, it was it... pretty short. Yeah, but if it's fun, who gives a shit? Yeah, no, fifteen dollars is okay for a short game. It's very atmospheric, and there's. From what I understand and from what I play in the demo, there's there's not any explanation. It's just kind of you see shit and then you deal with it. You process mm-hmm. what you see. There's no oh, there's no yeah, words I or explanation. You know, it's I kind hate, of a, just atmosphere thing. I hate when I play any kind of demo and there's this huge tutorial in there. Just let me yeah. play. I'm playing the demo because I might give your yeah. game a chance. Don't run me through your shitty tutorial. And in Limbo, they just drop you right in. Yeah, and you and no just matter see what, weird shit. Like you, you, fig- you, yeah, you figure everything out. You're going along and you see this tree that has a giant spider sort of in it. And the the spider, you know, it kills you if you get near it. But you eventually figure out you got to drag this bear trap over and get the spoilers. No, it's just the demo. And then the get get the the spider's leg caught in the bear trap, and the spider goes away. And then after that, you get stuck in a spider web, and the spider's coming towards you. And that made me <laughs> freak that's me out. The, that's where the demo ends, by the way. It gave me the spookaroos. <laughs> it was spooky, wasn't it? You fucking can't spooky. move, and the, you can't move, and the spider just advancing on you. You know the giant spider. It's like the giant it's spider kinda, in Lord of the Rings. It's scary. It's kind of cute how it plays out, though. That part. It's cute. Hey, maybe Does someday the spider you'll see. become your buddy. Maybe someday you'll see how it plays out. Oh, that that really was a spoiler. Fuck. What? Maybe someday you'll see. <laughs> no, you <laughs> know you you just you just print you all you just explain that the spider becomes your buddy. <laughs> yeah, you become pals. You ride him okay, the rest so, of the game. He's <laughs> like Yoshi. No, he becomes some kind of accomplice. You, you befriend him in some way. I know that because you, you just, you just, um, what's the word? What do, I don't know what the word is, but you said it basically. Foreshadowed. I'm glad that this is being recorded. Is all I'll say. <laughs> I hate you. You should play it though. The full game. It's fun. I'm going to. I plan to. I plan to. Get a points card on Amazon. You guys, you guys, you guys play the 50. Kane and Lynch 2 demo yet? I told you how I feel about Kane and Lynch. I have strong feelings about Kane and Lynch also. I think that the setting and the characters are just depressing and obnoxious. and like It's not even like bad guy in a good, fun way. It's like a bad guy in just an obnoxious, depressing way. It's just The characters are just profoundly unlikable. And I'm not saying they're unlikable because they're bad guys. They're just unlikable because they're unlikable. They're, I don't want to see them on my screen. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to be them. I don't want to know anything about them. So I didn't You're give saying a shit. They're, the like, f- they're like the guys on Pawn Stars, completely unlikable. 
Um, but yet, but yet, the show's good. Is the game good? Not as bad as not as bad as Pawn Stars. I mean, not Pawn Stars aren't as bad as Kane and Lynch. I look back. It's more like Tapezilla. <laughs> well, there's one guy like Tapezilla who can't stop <laughs> dropping bombs that are just completely unfunny. Were you drunk. like everybody except the show's not that great? Or... <laughs> there's one thing on Pawn Stars. It, the people don't bother me except for there's one thing that bothers me. It's when they're negotiating, and the guy does a sleazy laugh when the person makes an offer he doesn't like. He's like, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to get that. 600 tops. You know, something about that bothers me so much. The laugh he does when someone makes an offer he doesn't like. Or, he's laughing or how about every offer. time? The laugh, says, that, the laugh that's intended to minimize the person's offer. Well, what about when he says, so uh, what do you want for it? The guy's like 300. He's like, it's nice to want that every yeah. time. Yeah, he Must to- be nice to want that. It's the language and the body language and stuff they use to try to to mock someone's offer. And it just bothers yep. me. It just seems rude. And I don't like it. On a side note, I've become a big fan of American Pickers. I, that's the show I find annoying. Because I can't stand those fucking... <laughs> can I say that? I can't stand <laughs> the people on that show. <laughs> the people on that show are just chirpy and loud and obnoxious. They're always cackling. It's really annoying. I don't like them at all. I just do. The only thing I don't like about the only thing I don't like about American Pickers is that I mean they essentially rip off little old people. Yeah. And and now if a little old person was like did not care at all, and some of them don't. Like some of them like fifteen bucks, great. Who cares? I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. You know. Otherwise, but you know, I don't know. Don't don't haggle with a little old person. I've only seen two episodes of American Pickers, and I've seen one of those episodes twice. And it happened to be the episode where they're just driving around and they see this old lady's house who has a bunch of hubcaps on yep. one of their... I've seen that one. Uh, they call them outbuildings. And it's this little old lady who's just glad to have company because no one's visitors since like 1978 or something. And they absolutely <laughs> this old woman with, you know, oh, you're so nice. Can I have this? It's not really worth anything. And they kind of smile at each other and... <laughs> It's wow, not, that's that makes it worse. Not, I didn't know they were up to that. No, that makes it's not it worse. quite that bad, but it's pretty bad. It's not quite as bad as Stevie's saying. So they're just taking things from people who have no idea how much they're worth and just well, pure it's prop, funny because you know, it's the same way with Pawn Stars. Okay, Pawn Stars. Somebody brings something in. And they're like, uh, "Yeah, all right, let's bring my buddy in to see what this is really worth." Absolutely not. There's no way they do that when History Channel is not there. Oh, they I know. Go, I'll, I'll give they, you a twenty. They would bucks never for this appraise thing. it in front of the person ever. Right. Which is ridiculous. But actually, in American Pickers, um, they're just not as bad as Stevie's saying. But uh, sometimes they're, you can tell that they're, uh, I don't know, the pricing thing's a little too high at first. They'll say, like, hey, I'll give you $250 for this thing. And the guy's like, really? Okay. If they were there by themselves, they'd be like, how's 10 bucks sound? And the guy would yeah. be like, still, oh, okay, I don't care. I guess so. They just don't want to look like total assholes on there. That's the thing about... Um... On um, um, what's it called? Antiques Roadshow. No, I thought you had that one. <laughs> I don't know. On Pawn Stars, I always find it funny. They they they, they appraise it in front of the customer because it's good TV, but they would never do that in real life. There's just no way. There's no way that these people would be even remotely honest in any way with anyone. Well, that was the other thing I didn't like about American Pickers is they. At the end of the show, they show you, like, the haul mm-hmm. and what they paid for it and then what the, like, appraised value is. Which and they make once up. Once in a while, they'll show what something actually sold for. Yeah. So it's like, here's what we paid. Here's what we hope we might be able to sell it for if we find the right idiot. <laughs> right. 
and you know the profit of two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that bothers me because it's always the price that they say like when they're picking it up, and you know we offers them ten bucks for it, and then they go to the camera shot. He's like, I could probably get three hundred. Well, that's exactly what they value it yeah. as then, which is ridiculous. Yeah, the this picker term. I only recently learned this, whatever picker is, and uh, it, them and people who work at pawn, sh- uh, pawn, people who run pawn shops, they are total predators. They're looking to mm-hmm. everyone, and it's they're they're, unlo- they're just kind of creepy people in general. So they are they are kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. But the you know, but the show actually makes for some pretty good watching because it's got like the history thing where they like to try to talk about the items and the history of it. And I don't know, it's kind of fun. It's interesting. I I, well, I like watching them. It's it's fascinating because it's like the opposite show of hoarders. Because I like hoarders. The people they buy all of this stuff from are hoarders. They're just mm. they actually have stuff that might be worth something. So why don't we, we combine the two shows and have the pickers guys come in? They should. They should have the pickers guys go. Did in we already cover hoarders and all this on the air before? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I every time I watch hoarders, I think. Instead of doing all this bullshit, trying to do it one item at a time, uh, what would, how would you feel if I asked you if I could have uh, this p- little piece of garbage? And it's like, you know, it's, it's a whole a house full of shit. Squirrel. And they pick up one tiny little stuffed animal that's filthy. And the like, person fucking flips out just like, thinking about it. And like, what if I told you I was going to take this away? How would you feel? That? And they're like stepping them through this, going through this one at a time. They're not going to fix these people. These people are maniacs. You can't fix them by talking them through each item. And and they 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 always go back to how they were before. You can't fix them. So instead, what would be a much better show is if they take the people away from the house to do an interview, and while they're gone, have a cleaning cleaning crew wreck the place and just take everything away, empty the house out completely, and then <laughs> burn take the, the house down. No, don't burn it down. Just take everything, and then take the person back to their house, and everything's gone, and film their reaction because that's some good TV. Right? I'd like to see that once. I want to see them melt down. Oh my shit's gone. <sighs> What am I supposed well, to you see the, What would they do? I mean, you see this? They... Well, wait, wait, wait. They would. They'd, they'd freak out, man. Because they're always saying, like... they're always saying that one time, you know, they, sometimes they say, we can't do that because that's dangerous for them or whatever. They'd ha- they would react violently to that. Well, so what? I mean, what would happen actually? They'd have some kind of meltdown, but then couldn't you offer them that same psychiatric or, you know, that same kind of mental help or whatever professional help? After the fact that it's gone and try to work them through it at that point, wouldn't that be easier and more efficient? Yeah. I mean, that I saw one episode where... Offer them the, counsel. The guy was... The, the therapist that was helping the person was really kind of pushy. And the guy actually did freak out a little bit and start throwing shit. Right. And Yeah, but what they do is they try to give them counseling and work them through slowly through getting rid of the shit. But why don't they just yank it all out from under him and then counsel them? I mean, it just seems so much – that would be better TV also because you get to see him really it, violently melt down. It would be a better show. I don't know. For whatever reason, I have no interest in that show. I'm no interest in that show. But Picture like – I just think a house- it, it's, a, it's a fragility thing. You know, the, the human condition part of it is really fascinating. Have you seen People any of the – get that fucked up. Have you seen any of the, um, the OCD show? I think it's on MTV I haven't, or something. I haven't watched that yet. The one I saw, it seemed, I don't know, it just seemed mean because the guy was like Did a germaphobe. Did it have you in it? Was it about you? The guy was a crazy germaphobe, <laughs> and they're like, here, eat this. And he ate it, and they're like, we pissed on your fork. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it seems mean. What's he going to learn from that? <laughs> there's, but in the hoarder show, you know, there's generally, 
the way I, the way I see it, there's two kinds. There's there's the kind where it's just stuff. It's not like filthy stuff. It's just stuff. Yeah. And it's tons of it. And then there's the other kind where it's just filthy trash, diapers, poop, dead animals. Yeah. There's like dead animals, those are always yeah. that's the best kind of episode because the people will be cleaning it up and they'll find like ancient dead cats and stuff. Did you have a cat dog here? And they're like, I don't know. It's it's amazing. It's just amazing and they'll find like old rotting birds and cats and i don't know how people do this how do you live yeah, there like was that? there was one woman that hadn't take her taken her garbage out in like a year nice so her house was just literally filled with trash she had old like chinese delivery containers that were like you know nine months old just sitting on her bed yeah these people, where she slept but these people end up with is like a, a houses where every room is just full of stuff piled up mm. to your head both like tunnels in between it you know, like pathways that they sort of walk through. It's it's awesome. Yeah. To be continued. continued.